This is the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. Big news from the Big 12. We were expecting either last night or sometime today, and it did come last night. The league uh, announced that they will play for football a plus-one schedule, nine conference games, plus-one non-conference games. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, by Marineland Boating Center, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. And uh, they wanted all the schools to play their non-conference game before they went into league play. So I'm sure all those scheduling uh, conversations are happening right now. Yeah, because, I mean, was it Baylor was supposed to play Kansas early on, right? Second week, yeah. So you're yeah. going to have a lot of moving with right. that if they're wanting to play non, you know, before you play your conference play. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. What do you think about this? So a 10-game schedule, that is tight. I mean, yes. that is really tight. Teams that are going to make the playoff this year, and, and hopefully we have a season that plays out right. and ends with the college football playoff. But, man, you almost have to have the mindset you can't have no slip-ups. I mean, yeah, I think you've got to run the table. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Welcome, John Morris Show on a Wednesday. Glad you're with us today, John Morris, Garrett Ross, and um, coming to you today from our offices here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. I think first time in a while that <laughs> I have been here for the radio show. I haven't been here much at all, but uh, we have a uh, podcast recording scheduled for 10:15 with Coach Dave Aranda. So I needed to be here and be set up and ready to go. So uh, just uh, came on in early and do the little radio show from here this morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Uh, talking about Big 12, Big 12 football. Really looking forward to talking to Coach Randa and uh, just kind of gauging, you know, his uh, how he feels about where the team is, uh, where preparations are. And, uh, Garrett, there's a lot we'll, uh, we'll uh, throw at Coach Aranda today. Some of it uh, he probably doesn't have the answers to yet. But uh, it'll be good to visit with him and uh, just kind of get, you know, the lay of the land from his perspective as the head coach. Yeah, I mean, everybody's looking forward to hearing from him. And he's got a lot on his plate right now. When you're coming in and it's your first season, you really – weren't expecting everything that's unfolded to unfold and being able to navigate that and then now you get your scheduling thrown at you how you're going to have to figure out who you're going to play first which team are you going to say hey I'm sorry we can't play you this year uh and going forward to see if you're going to reschedule them down the road so yeah it's going to be a lot of interesting things that he can answer for us yeah exactly so uh, looking forward to that that podcast will be out later today uh, on our website baylorbears.com and really anywhere you uh, you get your podcast it'll be available the Sikkim podcast from Baylor Athletics uh, this building uh, let me tell you is uh, man it is a ghost town and <laughs> and has been 
you know, for the better part of the last five months. I know people are in and out, but not the normal, you know, uh, hubbub of activity around here. I ran into uh, Mac Rhodes in the hallway. Actually, he was in the, the mail room, the copy room uh, right across the hall from my office. So got to see Mac for the first time in a while and talked to him for a couple of minutes. And uh, uh, it was good to see him and saw Aaron Tebow from Student Athlete Academic Services and Mabry Herman from uh, Compliance. And, and that's that's it. Those are the only people that I have mm. seen in the building. So, uh, man, it, it is strange. You know, the hallways are dark like it was, you know, like it was a, a Saturday afternoon yeah. in the middle of the summer or something. You know, when, when a lot of people are on vacation and gone. Um, so it really is kind of strange. But uh, don't don't. Don't read into that that people aren't working and people aren't doing what they need to be doing. They're just doing it remotely and not doing it, uh, you know, in the normal spot of their office here in the Simpson building. So are the, are the expectations for everybody to kind of return to activities as normal once school returns? Last, last we were told was uh, back in the office on a regular basis no earlier than August 24th. Right. And that's the date when classes are scheduled to begin. So I think that's the target right now. But, uh, you know, it's a moving target and certainly could change between now and then. But that's kind of the target date right now is uh, August 24th. I couldn't imagine. It's, it seems like the description is like almost like a post-apocalyptic type thing. Yeah. yeah it's exactly. just very weird. you got to be – like cautious around the corner. I'd be probably scared in there. You, know, you never know what's going to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, exactly. It is just so different because, you know, normally uh, every door is open, lights are on, and lights are on in the hallways. None of that is uh, right. taking place <laughs> right now, at least. So, But, again, uh, don't don't read into that, that everybody's, uh, you know, home uh, home sitting by the pool or somewhere. They're, they're working, mm-hmm. believe me. Mac is working. Jeremiah is working. Jovan, Don, everybody is working. Uh, they're just doing it remotely, and it's it's just not here at the building. Uh, coming up in the hour, we will visit with uh, – let's check in on Baylor soccer. They have begun practice for the new season. We'll check in with uh, Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. They are finishing up a morning practice right now and scheduled to be off the field at about 9.30. So we'll check in with him at about nine, a little bit after 9.30 this morning and look forward to seeing you know how their first few days of practice have gone. I guess two days in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started uh, either yesterday or maybe Monday. I think yesterday. So – Second day of practice for Baylor soccer, and uh, and we'll check in with Paul Jobson on that. Uh, what else? Uh, you heard the news, uh, Garrett. Uh, I was listening on ESPN Radio driving in here today uh, about UConn uh, making the decision that they are going to suspend their football program for this year, for mm-hmm. the 2020 season. So that is big news. I mean, that that's, uh, that's UConn. And you know it's not a it's not a power five school making that decision. But uh, what do you what do you make of that UConn deciding they're just not even going to try to play football in 2020? I'm not not surprised about it. And a lot of this goes into my theory of the location where it's at. And you know they seem to take things a little more serious up there. But it doesn't help any when you left the American Athletic Conference that chose to go independent as a football program where that's really not your strong suit. You know, everybody, UConn is known for a basketball school. And you could even say that a women's basketball school more so than men's here lately. And so I'm really not surprised by it. I just think that they're probably regretting that decision to go independent. Because to me, if they were still in the uh, American Athletic Conference, I think they would be playing football. 
Yeah, good point. I mean, if you had a conference and could play a conference schedule, uh, that might make it. You know, and you've kind of got the support of your conference, right. uh, you know, conference opponents there. But man, as an independent, that's tough. It's good. It would be tough for them to put together a schedule for this year. I think that was part of the factor. Let's hear from Lewis Riddick uh, talking about this decision this morning by UConn to uh, suspend their football program and not play in 2020. Yeah, I think what it shows is that, look, UConn really, you know, they followed the procedures that they thought were the best practices as far as, you know, getting the guidance from the health officials, getting the guidance from their local governments, and really getting the guidance from the people who are most critical, I think, in all of this, and the people who, who continue to maybe be forgotten and downplayed, and that is the student-athletes themselves, who were in lockstep with the you know college administration here as far as canceling this season. And you have to respect that, Greeny. And I think as you go forward, as Paul just alluded to, you're going to see varying opinions as far as whether or not people feel it is safe enough, whether the people feel it's safe at all, whether people feel it is overblown. I mean, you, you see so many varying opinions about this as far as how whether or not college athletics in particular and sports in general should be played in this pandemic. And I don't think that's going to be that's going to change anytime soon, because just in society overall, you see there are such varying opinions about how people view this pandemic and how we can exist within it. But you have to commend UConn for taking this stand. It seems like there is no division as far as, you know, there's no division within the ranks is what I'm saying as far as between the administration and the players. And that's what you want. Ten seconds. You don't want conflicting messages getting out there. And they seem to be very much so in unison. And you have to respect that, and and you wish them luck going forward. That is Lewis Reddick of ESPN. Uh, good thoughts there on uh, the decision, the announcement made today by UConn to uh, not play football in 2020. And uh, interesting, uh, uh, interesting call certainly. But I, I think we're going to keep having these things pop up, like uh, like like guys, like players who say, you know, I'm not going to play in right. 2020. I've got my reasons. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so last night that uh, on the NFL front, that Andrew Billings, uh, the Waco High and Baylor product, uh, has opted out for the 2020 season with the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, look forward to talking to him and you know getting his thoughts and his his. Uh, thinking behind that decision, but I, th- I think we're just going to continue to get things like that, news notes like that from uh, from various leagues and from various uh, schools and individuals. Yeah, you are, and I, I think a lot of it is when you look at the NFL and you see players opting out, and you know they're getting paid for this. That's the, how they make their livelihood, and then you can't really dis, um, disregard the decision for college players who aren't getting paid to make that decision. And I think the interesting thing that Lewis brought up was that the UConn players and coaches, administration, they were all on the same page about this. And you, like right now, Idaho, uh, they have a lot of players who don't want to play, but are they on the same page? They're not getting that same support. So it's going to be interesting to see if you know they follow suit. Would they be the next team that decides not to play this year? So there's a lot of moving parts out there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, keep keep uh, you know keep your ear tuned there because there's going to be changes. There's going to be something new pretty much every day. Uh, we'll we'll ask Coach Aranda this when we record with him. But I think Baylor football is scheduled to start practice this uh, this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that uh, 100% factually, but uh, we'll find out when we record the podcast with Coach Aranda. So watch, listen for that. That'll be out later today. We're recording this morning with uh, with Dave and uh, look forward. 
to seeing and visiting with him uh, in just a bit. All right, glad you're with us. Off and running on this Wednesday. Morning sun is shining. Another warm day. Topping 100 is the projection. Let's get a check of weather and more, and then we'll be back in a moment. John Morris from uh, from my office here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Kind of fun to be here in the, in this uh, darkened building in a quiet office, but kind of fun to be here. Garrett uh, Ross is in the studio. We'll take a break and be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a warm and muggy start to the day with temperatures starting out in the mid to upper 70s across central Texas. We'll warm up quickly and highs will reach the upper 90s today, but it'll feel like the triple digits in the afternoon. Skies will be mostly sunny with a 20% chance of isolated showers later in the day. Tonight, temperatures will drop down to around 76 degrees with mostly clear skies. Skies will be mostly sunny on Thursday with highs around the century mark. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Baseball is back. Fans won't be. At least at our games anyway, because health and safety protocols don't allow it right now. But for those no fan games, we still have a way for you to get a seat at the game. Send your Ranger. A Doppelranger is a cardboard version of you we'll create and put in the seats at Globe Life Field for just 50 bucks. All proceeds go to the Texas Rangers Baseball Foundation and their efforts to help our community. Order yours at TexasRangers.com slash Doppelrangers. Do you ever get the feeling that people don't care anymore? You either get thrown into a voicemail system that you can't escape or dumped off onto a website. Whatever happened to personal service? It still exists at the Nitsche Group Insurance. Personal services have the Nitsche Group does business. When you need insurance, talk to a real person, not an automated system. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. That's 1-800-258-8302. Recently on The John Morris Show. Ricky Thompson, our guest, played at Baylor, played for the Redskins 1978 to 81. You and I have talked about this uh, many times through the years. You know, some folks uh, have, have been pushing for a name change for the Redskins, uh, some for many years. And now it seems like in the climate we're in now, this has reached, uh, you know, a, a level maybe it hasn't reached before. What, what are your thoughts about that, about, uh, you know, the, the name and, and what it means to you, what it means to Redskins fans and, and potential change there? Well, I, we're in a world of change, obviously, and I think for the first time, I think this is something that I think it's going to happen. Yeah. And for me, it's about as painful as the prostate surgery I'm going to have tomorrow in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> the John Morris Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. 
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. with us john morris show on this wednesday morning shout out to aaron tebow other end of the building aaron uh came to the mail room and uh said you're doing your show from here <laughs> and i told him yes we had the interview with uh coach aranda or the podcast taping with coach aranda so i was here to do the show early so uh uh kudos to uh to uh, tebow to even uh think about uh the time and uh me setting up and doing the radio show from here so way to go tebow john morris show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Believe it or not, it's almost back to school time, but it's still vacation time, and what a perfect time to buy a brand-new vehicle from Ted Teague and the folks at Allen Samuels. The big summer clearance event continues, and you can save a ton of money on new 2020s. Zero percent financing, no payments for 90 days is still in effect on most vehicles. Perfect time to buy a Ram truck for you, your family, or your business. Get big discounts on the world's number one SUV, Jeep. Get big summer clearance savings on new Wranglers, Gladiators, Cherokees, Grand Cherokees, and the entire Jeep lineup. Take a look at the crown jewel of minivans. That is the all-new Chrysler Pacifica. It is simply the perfect family vehicle loaded with options and a ton of room as well. Safe, sanitized environment. The staff is 100% on board to give you and your family a safe experience. Or you can shop, apply, and buy online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels is an FCA Customer First Award of Excellence winner, one of a handful of dealers across the country to win this prestigious award. Like they've been saying for years, come by, let's be friends. That is Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Big news uh, for, uh, Baylor, uh, for Baylor baseball, former Baylor uh, pitcher, Daniel Castano has been called up to the big leagues. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, that is huge. He will be joining the Miami Marlins. He becomes the 44th Bear 
to uh, when he appears in the game to play in Major League Baseball. Uh, the announcement came from the Marlins yesterday. It'll be his first appearance in the show, uh, Major League roster. Uh, he's a left-handed pitcher, was here at Baylor 2014 to 2016. He was drafted in the 19th round by the Cardinals in the 2016 Major League Baseball draft, traded to Miami in December of 2017, and uh, has worked his way up the uh, up the roster uh, or up the lineup for the uh, Miami Marlins and now is in the bigs with the Marlins. So there's a, a reason to keep an eye on Mar- Miami Marlins baseball <laughs> with Daniel Castano now on their roster. And, I mean, they had eight different pitchers in the rotation that caught the COVID. So, you know, that was makes sense to bring him up. And they're not doing so bad. I mean, especially after you have that eight-day layoff, you come out and just, you know, take care of the Orioles the way you did in 4-0. But I don't know if that says more about the Marlins or the, you know, the Orioles, the Orioles. how bad they are. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's true. All right, here's trivia for you. Uh, he he last pitched uh, in Double uh, A baseball, so the Marlins Double A affiliate Ooh. is in Jacksonville, and I'm guessing that's Jacksonville, Florida. Would make sense if it was. Right. What is their team name? Do you have any idea? Uh. Jacksonville Minor League Baseball Double A affiliate for the Marlins. I. I would say it's got to be something maybe aquatic, like yeah, a that's fish. That's right. You're right on track. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Wouldn't be a mar- – man, like a sturgeon or something? Close. Very close. Yep. They are the uh, – so think alliteration. Jacksonville Jumbo – Shrimp. shrimp. Okay. Yes. <laughs> they are the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. I would not have known that one. No. But uh, that's where he pitched most recently. Finished 2019. Uh, really good season for Daniel. A 3.35 ERA, 73 strikeouts, and 86 innings. Pitching for the Jumbo Shrimp. Uh, August 8th last year. Uh, first nine-inning complete game since 2014 uh, for the Jacksonville franchise. He allowed a run on five hits while walking none in and striking out 13 in a 5-1 win. So big, big uh, game there. And, again, Daniel Castano, former uh, Baylor pitcher, left-hander, has been called up by the Miami Marlins. Um, so uh, good luck to him. And uh, he is uh, he's now in the bigs in mm-hmm. the show. That is really, really fun. It really is. And I, uh, hopefully they got everything cleaned up because you'd hate to see him go in and get you know catch that. So. Right, exactly. Uh, speaking of the uh, Orioles, and uh, and that's the opponent for the Marlins. Uh, Orioles kind of uh, made uh, made news last night off the field as uh, they had Melanie Newman broadcast uh, the game. Uh, she becomes the first female play-by-play uh, broadcaster in Baltimore Orioles history. Uh, I found some uh, highlight clips and listened to it, and gosh, she sounded great. I mean, she really did. Um, she worked alongside Jeff Arnold, the Orioles radio network, first woman in club history to call a regular season game from the booth. Uh, Newman becomes the fourth or one of one of four active female broadcasters in Major League Baseball. 
Uh, of course, Susan Waldman with the Yankees uh, is very well known. Uh, Jenny Kavnar with the Colorado Rockies, maybe a little less well known. And then Jessica Mendoza with ESPN uh, gets a lot of big game assignments. Mm-hmm. And now uh, Melanie Newman, she's 29 years old, and she is uh, in the rotation doing play-by-play for Baltimore Orioles uh, radio. That's really cool. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that because you, they have a lot of people have the um, – experience the women from you know they know the game the game's not much different than softball so making that transition i think would be easy and then i know we've already seen earlier this year the uh the giants had the coach i can't remember her name i wish i could oh yeah yeah, yeah. where she right. came out you know because so it's a big year for women in baseball this that is big breaking new ground there and in the bio of melanie newman um it says she previously held roles on broadcast teams in the d-backs rangers and red sox farm systems so I didn't know that connection with the uh, Rangers. Not sure where that was, what level of the minor leagues, but uh, a background with uh, uh, in the Rangers and the minor leagues. Now she is uh, in the bigs as well with the Baltimore Orioles, part of their broadcast crew. That's great. I love seeing that. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, uh, Rangers uh, lost last night. Uh, lost uh, last evening. They'll play again this evening against Oakland. Uh, Astros won last night, 8-2 over the D-backs, and I'm not positive, but I think the Astros are playing again today. Pretty safe to say, uh, you know, that, that every team uh, is playing pretty much every day right? Uh, with 60-game schedule over 66 days. There's not many off days mixed in there. No, and that's the thing is, is you got to wonder when fatigue is going to kick in and which teams can overcome that. And I think that might be, honestly, fatigue and injuries might be what separates this year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because it's going to put a real onus on pitching, pitching staffs. Uh, um, that's why they're playing like this weekend. I meant to mention this uh, yesterday, but uh, this weekend there were some double headers in Major League Baseball, and they played two seven-inning games, huh. uh, which is just to you know to cut down on the wear and tear on pitchers. But man, that just seems weird. It seems strange yeah, to it see does. that. Uh, I remember back in in Southwest Conference days. The normal schedule was a single game on Friday and a doubleheader on Saturday in three-game conference series. And then the Saturday doubleheaders was a seven-inning game and a nine-inning game. And even at that, I thought it was strange, you know, but that, that, that was the norm. It's what everybody was used to. But now uh, this year, uh, and probably just for this year, Major League Baseball, when they have doubleheaders, they're playing two seven-inning games. That's how MCC – I don't know last year when uh, I was running the board for a couple of the MCC games, they would do their doubleheaders and they would do like a seven-inning and a nine-inning yep. uh, game. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, completely understandable. Those are long days. Yes. <laughs> you know, and so uh, if you can shorten it by a couple of innings, uh, makes a lot of sense. All right, uh, let's uh, do this. Let's take a break. On the other side, we will connect with uh, Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. Soccer practice is underway on the Baylor campus. Looking forward to their season. We'll check in uh, at uh, at the Lou, Betty Lou Mays Field, with Paul Jobson just off the field uh, at this hour from their practice this morning and see how things are going and kind of get uh, his, his uh, thoughts on uh, what that season might look like for Baylor soccer. We'll check in with Paul Jobson when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you by the Marineland Boating Center in Waco, I-35 and Loop 340 South. Phone number is 254-662-0676. 
They're on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. They are uh, open for business and would welcome you coming by to visit in person. They are going through all safety and, uh, and cleaning procedures. They want you to feel safe. They want their workers to remain safe as well. Well, Tammy Taylor is out there, and uh, they want Tammy to stay safe and in good voice. But uh, for everybody there, and especially the customers, they want you to be safe and feel comfortable in coming to the uh, location at I-35 in Loop 340 South. If you would rather, you can go to the website and handle everything remotely. You can buy, they can do the paperwork, and they can deliver to you and do it all remotely if you would like. Just go to MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Check it out. It's our good friends Ken and Mary Sorley. And when I say that, I mean that. Ken and Mary sorely have been great friends of Baylor great friends of ours for many many years and uh, just love the Sorleys and their uh, loyalty and support for Baylor and Baylor athletics it's more than athletics it's the entire university but just appreciate them uh, really more than words can say Ken and Mary Sorley at Marineland Boating Center check them out on the web MarinelandWacoYamaha.com at Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys the peace of being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit Marineland Way Yamaha.com. Hello friends, I'm Keith Bush, founder of Bush's Chicken. We're all aware of the current crisis in our country and our own community. Our main concern at Bush's Chicken has always been the well-being of our customers and our employees. With all restaurant lobbies now closed, you can take advantage of the long tradition of the Bush's Chicken drive-thru, known as the quickest in town. From our family to yours, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you in the drive-thru. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is uh, Ronnie Lee joining us on a tough day because uh, Ronnie Lee went on and spent 10 seasons with the uh, Miami Dolphins. Hey, what, why did you, um, one year you left the Dolphins and then you came right back to the Dolphins and played several more years? Uh, I was moving to uh, offensive line and my tight end coach was the tight end coach was uh, brought me down there. He like Coach Shula did and he worked with me the whole summer and we got really close. Coach Hannon. They offered him the head coaching job at Atlanta. So Shula would tell me, uh, look, you go to Atlanta, get your skills, get all this ready, 
and didn't nobody else know this. Nobody knew it. And once you get better, we'll bring you back home. It's Matt Mosley's show presented by Central National Bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Listen to the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox Monday through Fridays, 3 to 6. It's the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis' personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The Rangers lost the first of a three-game series to the A's 5 to 1 as A's right fielder Steve Piscotti hit a walk-off grand slam versus Jesse Chavez. After the game, manager Chris Woodward was asked about A's starting pitcher Jesus Lazardo dealing throughout the night. Yeah, I've seen it before a few times. Unfortunately, uh, you know, spring training, I thought, we saw it last year coming in the middle of a of a game. The kid's pretty good. He's got good stuff. He's got really good mound presence out there. He's got three-plus pitches, and he showed it tonight. These two teams will be back at it tonight. First pitches at 8-10 on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros, they had no problem with the Diamondbacks taking game one of their three-game series 8-2. Carlos Correa was 3-3 on the night, had a home run, RBI, and two runs scored. Tonight, the two teams will be back on the Diamond with first pitch at 8 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Wednesday morning. Pleased you're with us. John Morris from, uh, well, from my office in the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Kind of a rare treat to be in here. Garrett Ross is in the studio. And let's go uh, across the marina to uh, to the Lou, to the uh, Betty Lou Mays Field, home of Baylor Soccer. Beautiful Williams uh, facility there. And welcome in Baylor Soccer, Coach Paul Jobson. Coach, good morning to you. How are things? Great, J-Mo. It's great to be on campus with you. I'm waving, I'm waving, waving over toward your direction. I'm waving your direction, too. It's kind of uh, it, it's kind of odd for me. I haven't been here much. I know you've been around your office and now practicing uh, your space more, but uh, gosh, it's strange. I, I was telling Garrett, it, it's like a ghost town in this building. There's hardly anybody here. Yeah, it's it's different here, too, just because our, our athletes aren't actually utilizing our building right now, uh, just, our, just our staff uh, a little bit here and there. So, yeah, it's a different – Different feel for sure. I can tell you that I can. I'm definitely missing my uh, my home office at times, though. I don't get to see my boys as much. Yeah. So I'm missing missing seeing them in Marcy right now. But uh, it is great to be back on campus and being being kicked off here with with practice. Definitely definitely glad to be back for that. That's great. So was today uh, was this day two of practice or day three? And how are, how are things going so far? Uh, today was day two. Okay. So uh, this morning was our our third uh, soccer session. Uh, we'll hit our second classroom session this afternoon, and uh, so we're really doing it that way. We'll have two two field sessions a day and a classroom session in the middle of the day when it's a little warmer. 
and uh, things are good. I mean, I tell you what, it's great to have, you know, we brought in a lot of young kids, but we had to uh, get some numbers up, so it's great to have numbers, and we've got pretty pretty good health, uh, which is great, uh, coming off of last year, not having great health, so, um, but it's great. We've got great mentality, great attitude coming into things. The girls are so excited to to, to be back just because it was lingering uh, over all of us all summer where we actually going to be able to get back and practice together. So to be able to do that has been awesome. Just a lot of excitement around that. Yeah, that was my next question. I'm sure everybody is excited to, you know, to get back to soccer, to get back to campus and, you know, just to get back to doing what y'all love doing. Uh, I bet that's fun, you know, just to have everybody back together again. It is. And, you know, the girls were here for, uh, they've been here since the, the 6th of, uh, of, of August and, uh, you know, it, it, with their, their voluntary training and they've been training in small groups. So even though they've all been here, we've kind of had to, to put them in pods. So, yeah. so up until yesterday, uh, they really hadn't been all together in one place uh, all summer. So that was exciting, too, to get that back together and, and get everybody um, kind of moving in the same direction, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been great getting back. How uh, how different uh, are, are your practices? How different do things look? For example, you know, are they wearing masks uh, while you practice, or, or just away from practice, or you know, give us a sense of what that looks like. Yeah, so the the girls will report uh, before practice, and they'll go through their screening. You know, they've got to do a wellness checkup, and they will take their temperatures, and uh, everybody's provided face masks and gaiters and, uh, you know, so we're around each other or they're, if they're in a building, whether lifting or whatnot, they're going to wear that. Uh, but when we're training, they've got their gaiters or, or masks kind of around their neck so we can pull it up when we come together. But, you know, it doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense to be on the field with a mask on. Um, it's hard enough to breathe in right. the, in the humidity and heat as it is. So, um, but they're great about it. You know, they've, they've gotten into a good routine. Like I said, they've been doing this for, a couple of weeks so the coaches are just starting to do it this week because we're just now getting with them uh it's been a, a bit of a change for us but everybody's getting it done and and making it a priority so that we make sure we can we can get some games in this fall but yeah that's you know just just some different uh different things we have to do as we report and, and checking in and, and keeping up with each other making sure we're you know staying healthy and and doing the you know washing our hands and there's yeah. hand washing stations everywhere and uh, so it's a little bit, a little bit different, but, um, like I said, that it's, 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 it's overshadowed by the fact that we're just so excited to be back. <laughs> Do you, uh, you feel like the plan that we have in place, you know, that Kenny Boyd and our health and wellness staff, you know, it's very extensive. You feel like, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's doing its job and, and doing the best that we can to keep everybody safe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just really applaud, you know, that group Kenny and his, his team that, are coming up with this stuff. I mean, we're, we're creating things out of, out of nothing really, right. This hasn't really been done before. So coming up with strategies to keep, you know, student athletes and staff safe so that we can compete at a high level. I mean, that's a difficult task, but they've done a great job. And, um, you know, we haven't, you know, knock on wood right now, we've been just had great results as far as negative testing and uh, our girls, a lot of it comes down to personal responsibility too. I mean, you can have every guideline out there, but if people don't, don't go with it, you know, and don't accept it and move with it. You know, personal responsibility is the number one player in this. So I've been really proud of our girls and just praise them for the last couple of weeks of their their work to to have, to be personally accountable and team accountable to to the standards that we've set out there, so that we can have an opportunity to to have a season. 
Paul Jobson with us, Baylor soccer coach. Practice underway for the new season. That is uh, about a month away. Uh, yeah, the schedule's changed, right, Paul? I mean, uh, you would have been playing an ex- exhibition match in a, in a week or so, uh, or two weeks, I guess. But uh, September 3rd, is that still the target for your season opener? It is. It is. So with all the different changes, with all the different conferences, uh, with all of this, um, you know, basically all of all of our August matches have been have been canceled. So, yeah, right now we've got first day of competition is September third, and I think the current schedule we have online is not not completely accurate. Okay. Uh, some of the, those games, even in September, have have changed. I mean, you can look at the first weekend, which was Gonzaga and Washington State. Both of those conferences have, uh, I think, either gone conference only or, or pushed back to mid September. So we've had to change those two games, and uh, I think after this week we'll be able to update and really solidify what what the remaining part of that schedule looks like, but we do have a game kicking off September 3rd. And, and, you know, the great thing is now we, you know, everything's been about for these girls all summer is, you know, we've got to just with all the fluidity fluidity and all the flexibility that we've had, we've got to find some things that are not moving and our report date never moved. It would have been August 3rd and first day to practice August 4th. And that's now here. And now we can say, Hey, our first game is going to be September 3rd. So just having some hard things in place has been really great recently for these for these girls and for us as a staff uh, with everything that's been so up in the air for so long. Yeah, and normally, isn't it weird? Uh, normally, you have your schedule, you know, done months in advance, and you just work toward that. But man, that has been a work in progress, hasn't it? Changing and changing again and adjusting your schedule. Yeah, it really has been. I mean, yeah, our, our schedule is usually done, if not a year, year and a half before. Uh, before we get get ready to go, so you've got everything lined up. You're planning out your your season, and you've kind of put the schedule behind you, and you move on to other things. Uh, and this year, that was different, right? All summer, you got your know, conferences making decisions, and uh, you know that that hinder that planning. And then you're reaching out trying to find other games, and everybody's doing it at the same time. So it's been a bit of a whirlwind scheduling for sure. But um, while I was really excited about the schedule we had in place prior to, to COVID. I think the way it's going to shake out is still going to be really, really good for our team. Do you, as you readjust uh, your schedule and, and kind of have to fill some holes in some places, uh, is travel a factor there? I mean, do you try to limit uh, your travel if you can in, in making the new schedules? Yeah, I mean, it's a couple of things come into play, right? You're, you're trying to – everything we're doing right now is, is to, in the best interest of the health and wellness of our student-athletes and our staff, right? So travel comes into that, but, um, you know, at every decision, I'm asking those that know way more than I do, uh, you know, Kenny Boyd, basically, hey, Kenny, what do you think about this idea? Uh, and getting his his blessing on that uh, makes me feel a lot better about the decisions that we're making. So we're doing some travel. We've tried to limit, uh, you know, how far we're actually going at times and how often we're going to be on commercial airlines and things like that. But uh, obviously procedures in place when we do things like that to make sure that we're staying safe, too. So. Uh, yeah, there have been some other considerations that we've had to had to look at. Even even what are other schools doing that we're going to play, you know, to keep their yeah. kids safe uh, if we're going to be playing against them too. So a lot is going on to 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 make sure that our our student athletes and staffs are, are going to be healthy through this season. Well, I'd like to say I, I come by and watch you practice or come by and see you, but I'm not sure I can. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm allowed to do that right now. I know that's another oddity right now. We're used to just having open practices and yeah. people just kind of popping into the stands and watch. And uh, so, other than people doing their their daily walks over the uh, over the marina on the on the river walk, we don't see a whole lot of extra people. 
Hey, that's it. That's what I'll do. Okay, I, I'll just do a walk <laughs> down the river walk, and I'll be outside the fence. I'll be completely socially distanced, but uh, I'll give you a, a uh, give you a shout from the distance there. How about that? Well, that'd be great. Well, just to try to to get you the one up, you know, somebody from last uh-huh. night. We had somebody walking over the bridge last night playing a yeah. guitar, so we we're getting serenaded oh. during training with their guitar playing. So if you wanted to. One up them and bring some drums or maybe electric guitar, man. We'd love, we'd love some entertainment. Good. How about just a portable uh, mic and a speaker set, and I'll just do a little play-by-play walking along the, the river there. How about that? <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. That would interrupt the practice uh, for sure. <laughs> hey, man, it's great to visit with you, and uh, good luck, continued good health for you and your team and your staff and everything, and uh, praying for you for safety, and I appreciate the visit this morning. Thank you, Jamo. Always appreciate the support. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. Day two of practice for uh, Baylor soccer, headed toward a September 3rd opener. Uh, and that uh, is TBD, who the opponent will be on September 3rd. Uh, it was, uh, Garrett, when they redid the schedule, it was uh, going to be uh, at Gonzaga on September 3rd and at Washington State on September 6th. So a two-game swing to the state of Washington. But uh, then uh, the, uh, what, the West Coast Conference with Gonzaga, they pulled the plug on non-conference uh, events. And then the Pac-12 pulled the plug on those as well. So all of a sudden those two matches were out and Baylor had to scramble and they're working on that. And uh, he said they'd announce that in the next couple of days who they'd be playing in those openers uh, September 3rd and 6th. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about, you know, the football and the schedule rearranging there, but I think it's kind of gotten lost about the other sports. And, yeah. you know, we've seen more so other sports be affected by uh, different different schools eliminating programs. And, and then, the, like you mentioned, like I were talking about, the travel comes into the factor. Do you, How far do you really want to go out? You know, with the budget cuts, would you like to stay close? There's just so much into it. And uh, hopefully, I know they'll be able to find something, but it, I, to me it'll probably be an in-state team that they're able to schedule. Uh, that would make a lot of sense, you know, just to sort of limit your travel. Uh, and, uh, you know, for, for a lot of reasons, it mm-hmm. would make a lot of sense. So we'll wait and see what that's like. Uh, soccer's underway, their practice. Uh, volleyball begins practice. I think Friday's the first day of practice for Baylor Volleyball. And, man, their schedule has uh, been really topsy-turvy as well. Uh, teams, uh, Baylor was hosting a couple of tournaments and playing in a couple more. And uh, even teams coming to Waco mm-hmm. for that those tournaments, you know, they've had to pull out. So I, I think there's a lot of changes uh, going on in their schedule, the Baylor Volleyball schedule as well. Yeah, you really hate to see that. And, you know, they had some big-time matchups last year. Well, both of them, them and soccer, you know, they went out and, you know, scheduled people, had some big-time matchups, and it's unfortunate that we're not going to be able to see that again this year. And, you know, especially with the volleyball team, when you have a powerhouse like Texas in the conference, you really want to get all the reps against high-caliber programs that you can before you face them. And, you know, that's just not – you know, realistic this year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you're right. I mean, they're not afraid. Coach Jobson uh, not afraid to schedule tough to get his team ready for the league and ultimately ready for the postseason. And Coach uh, McGuire with Baylor Volleyball, he proved that last year as well, mm-hmm. that really, really tough non-conference schedule.
All right, great to visit with uh, Coach Paul Jobson, Baylor Soccer Working Out. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Amanda's number is 254-495-0338. You can give her a call there, or you could Google search Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker Realtor, and that will get you to all her contact information, her Facebook page, and uh, everything uh, associated with that. Uh, Amanda is number one in the Caldwell Banker world and uh, as such she is very well versed in this market and beyond. She's a global luxury specialist. She can help you here locally, uh, regionally, nationally, or even internationally as a global luxury specialist. Check it out. Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Just Google search her name or you can give her a call at 254-495-0338. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Mac Rhodes, Baylor uh, Director of Athletics, men's basketball recruiting. Obviously, Kim does an incredible job on that side of it, too. But the men in particular, number one ranked recruiting in 2021. To be ranked number one during a pandemic, that's pretty unbelievable, Mac. You know, what What it might say is is it, it might say that, you know, hey, hey Scott, we, we don't need that recruiting budget anymore. You can just continue to do it via Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> this classic Matt Mosley show moment is brought to you by our friends at Central National Bank. Bank different, Bank Central. Listen to the Matt Mosley show Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. Recently on the John Morris Show. Mark Falwell, our guest, TV voice of the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know about you, but I, I don't know anything like this, you know, anything to compare this to. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely unprecedented in our lifetimes. There's no doubt about that. And, I mean, the, the gravity of that hit me walking out of American Airlines Center the night of our last game on March the 11th when the Mavs played Denver. And I remember uh, the, you know, the radio broadcast and our good buddy Chuck Cooperstein. Uh, you can hear that within the concourse of American Airlines Center, and it's played audibly where you can hear it whenever you walk out the door. And uh, I recall Chuck that night saying that the NBA has been in existence since 1946, and stopping down to this degree in the middle of the season had never happened before. So it's been... Uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, uh, an unforgettable, unprecedented time in our lives. The John Morris Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know that one out of every four men have systematic low levels of testosterone and don't even know it? If you think you're too young to worry about it, guess again. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, cause weight gain, wreak havoc on your sexual desire and performance. Petty Clinic Low T can set up same-day blood screening and results. 
So if you're tired of being tired, I challenge you to man up. It's a private clinic with an atmosphere catering to men. Affordable, too. Only $150 a month. Includes lab work, office consultation, testosterone injections, and follow-up visits. Compared to $395 a month in Dallas and Austin, and you don't even have to fight the traffic. Petty Clinic Loti is board-certified physician consultations will provide you with the best form of brand-strength testosterone available. So listen up. If you're looking for increased energy and strength, improvement in sexual desire and performance, elevated moods, focus, and concentration, contact Petty Low T today. Just off Highway 84 at Old Hewitt Drive in Woodway. Petty Clinic Low T. PettyClinicLowT.com or Google search Low T Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. The Rangers lost the first of a three-game series to the A's 5 to 1 as A's right fielder Steve Piscotti hit a walk-off grand slam versus Jesse Chavez. After the game, manager Chris Woodward was asked about A's starting pitcher Jesus Lazardo dealing throughout the night. Yeah, I've seen it before a few times. Unfortunately, uh, you know, spring training I saw it and we saw it last year coming in the middle of a of a game. The kid's pretty good. He's got good stuff. He's got really good mound presence out there. He's got three plus pitches and he showed it tonight. These two teams will be back at it tonight. First pitches at 8-10 on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros, they had no problem with the Diamondbacks taking game one of their three game series 8-2. Carlos Correa was 3-3 for on the night, had a home run, RBI and two runs scored. Tonight, the two teams will be back on the Diamond with first pitch at 8 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. With this final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday morning, coming to you from uh, our offices here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Rare treat to be here in the building. Uh, and Garrett is in the studio there at uh, ESPN World Headquarters on Bagby. Uh, 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 Jonathan Berry just stuck his head in the door here. Jonathan with uh, Baylor Facilities and Operations and. Let me tell you, those guys and gals have been uh, very busy even through all this. It's their time to uh, get some projects done, and uh, they have certainly been taking advantage of that. So they have been uh, very, very busy themselves, but great to see uh, JB, the masked-up Jonathan Berry, sticking his head in the door here a few minutes ago. Uh, Hey, Unnecessary Roughness comes up today at noon. You know that, noon to 3 here on ESPN Central Texas. Among the guests they will have today are uh, Camaria McDaniel, a transfer from Penn State for Baylor women's basketball. So uh, you can hear from her at 1230 today. She'll be on with Q, Ward, and Steven. Uh, Camaria McDaniel, uh, a transfer from Penn State to Lady Bear basketball, and that is at 1230. Uh, 1.30, you can hear from Nate Gary, a preview of the Buffalo Bills. 2.15, Jeff Howe of Horns 24-7. And 2.30, Jeff Wilson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram talking Rangers. So all of that today on Unnecessary Roughness, noon to 3. That's followed by the Matt Mosley Show, 3 to 6, with Matt and Stephen Simcox right here on ESPN Central Texas. Mention some birthdays uh, before we move out of here. Uh, today is Phil Lakin's birthday. Phil, uh, big Baylor guy, happy birthday to him uh, today. 
Uh, oh, it's Kelly Muncie's birthday. Kelly is the uh, better half of Max Muncie, former Baylor baseball player. Max with the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. So happy birthday to uh, Kelly. Um, looking on down the list here. Blake Mayberry's birthday is today. Uh, Kathy Goodrich works over on campus. Happy birthday to her. Brad King, happy birthday to Brad out at the uh, at the Richland Mall. Um, and uh, let me check this one right here. Yes, it is. David Bubba Hicks uh, in retirement now. And uh, happy birthday to uh, Bubba, former Baylor kicker. Uh, when he was Garrett, when he was playing for Baylor, mm-hmm. he was Bubba Hicks. Then after he finished playing, he became this, uh, you know, distinguished, uh, buttoned-up, collared banker, oh. and he went back to David Hicks. And uh, and now that he's retired from banking, I think he's back to Bubba. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it would make perfect sense. It really would. So uh, happy birthday to uh, David Bubba Hicks, long time at American Bank here in Waco. So uh, happy birthday to Bubba. Anybody to add to uh, in to add to the list, Garrett? I don't have anybody today, Jimmo. All right, no problem. Uh, that's our list of birthdays. Hope everybody has a great day. Apologize if we missed you. Hey, let you know tomorrow in our uh, time slot in the 9 a.m. hour, we'll continue our series of interviews with electees to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame, and uh, we will visit tomorrow with Brett Reagan from Baylor Softball. I am telling you, Brett Reagan could, could smoke the ball at the plate, and she was so good at third base for uh, for Baylor defensively. Mm-hmm. And you know in softball how close you are to the plate. Right. When you're at third base and a lot of times uh, you know you play in even uh, you know closer than the bag, but man, she was so good <laughs> defensively. And and I think you have to have a, a mentality to play third base, baseball or softball. Right. You have to have a, a kind of a tough-minded mentality, and she had it. So we'll visit with Brett Reagan tomorrow, continuing our series of interviews with those elected to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, Jerry Hill has a written interview with Brett, and that is up now on the Baylor website at BaylorBears.com. Check that out and then hear from Brett tomorrow in the 9 a.m. hour. Appreciate Paul Jobson being on with us. Baylor Soccer with their practice underway. If you missed any or all of that, that uh, interview is up as a podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com or search social media at 1660 ESPN. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 9. Garrett, have a great day. We'll talk you to you then here on ESPN Central Texas. Thanks, Jamie. I appreciate it.